You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. I can't tell if it's the <clears throat> wonderful Halloween decorations that you have throughout the house here, but I think our mics are a little dusty. Very. There's a lot of cobwebs on there. We got to dust them off. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> I don't know why I brought a squeegee out to clean my microphone. <laughs> That's such a great noise to make for cleaning off a mic. <laughs> I sound like the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, you got the bleeps and the creeps. And the bleeps so. and the bloops. <laughs> Spaceballs, right? Bleeps and bloops. Bleeps and bloops. That's what I describe your music you listen to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is how you describe it. Wasn't he at a show that we were at? We saw Run the Jewels and he was there in the crowd. Who? The guy who made those sound effects in Police Academy and Spaceballs. I can't remember his name. Wait, I'm very confused. He was He was in the audience. Michael Winslow? Yeah, he was. They called him out and everything. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. Because he contributed to not their most recent record, but the one prior. Oh. Yeah. Isn't wow. y- y- You don't remember that? I Surprisingly, I don't. I mean, it's not like we could have seen him. He was probably sitting in you know some nice VIP section. <laughs> the, the classiest VIP section in the beach. <laughs> the classiest VIP section. <laughs> uh, no, nothing against the beach, but... <laughs> it was probably the upstairs area. Yeah. That's where yeah, I saw Dinosaur Jr. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was loud. Yeah. How long did it take you to uh, regain your hearing? A couple days. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Why not have one amp when we can have six? <laughs> I this, remember- distors- this distortion is great. You know what would go good on it? More distortion. <laughs> that was a great show, though. I, I remember you saying that you needed to like buy some really fancy earplugs. Yeah, like the in-ear earplugs and even those were not enough oh yeah yeah well you gave it your best shot yeah you know you win some you lose some <laughs> you know you know that's how you know you've been to a good show when you know you can't hear anything for several weeks right afterwards <sighs> I, I remember shows. i couldn't i know i do too oh. oh what was the last show you saw last one yeah probably daughters was it daughters i yeah. was trying to think yeah it's 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 mm, no, I didn't go to that show. I don't know why I thought about that. Which one? Uh, Too Many Zoos played here. Oh, cool. Yeah, they did. I think our good buddy John, friend of the show John, went to go see it. Nice. But I, I, I did not. I don't know why that came to my mind. I'm imagining things now. I think the last show I saw was at Stardust. Stardust, okay. Yep, and Cathedral Bells. Nice. Yeah. Good they stuff. They were awesome. A yeah, a little. Just, just I think I should do them right. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. really good. Also, friends of the show. Also, friends of the show. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really enjoyed listening to to their stuff when you told me about them. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I think that was the last show I went to. I can't think of anything else. Wow, man, this this is a crazy time we're living in, Adam. It is crazy time. I and you know we 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 took a little break. Yep, you know, just focused on ourselves. Got our got safely through quarantine, which is still happening. So uh, yeah, but but we're back. 
G4D is back. Hi. It's been a while. Sorry. It has been a while. Ugh, life. <laughs> life. But life got, I wouldn't say life got in the way. You know, we just we just had to kind of. You know, it's kind of adjust to the uh, new normal, as they call oh, it. I am overhearing that. I know. Really overhearing that. Yeah. Although I've tried to... None of this is normal to begin with. (laughs) I've tried to restore some normalcy to my life, but I I think I've kind of just given up on that. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of focus on myself and my family. That's what you got to do, man. Take a break. I I told you the other day, delete Twitter. (laughs) Just take it off your phone. Trust me, man. Get back to normal and delete Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Delete Twitter. There's only so much I can read throughout the day. Uh, I can only deal with so much negativity. So much negativity. Yeah. It never, ever ends. I find it absolutely amazing how much time people will spend just dogging on things that they hate. I can't have that much energy anymore. I can't. I really, really can't. And it's, it's always over something like movies, too. Like, the last time I saw a movie that I genuinely hated, like, not just disliked, but just really hated so much, it was Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. I don't even like that movie. Yeah. It wasn't good. But even then, I think maybe I tweeted about it once, and that was it. I don't want to spend any more time or energy on that No movie. more brain cells to yeah. this. I haven't seen any of the sequels. I know they just came out with a new show on Netflix. I don't care about any of that. I'm done. That's okay. Are, wait, they're making a sequel, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy uh, Buffett's in that movie. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Margaritaville's got a cameo. Mm. That's the only thing I remember about that movie. Well, now that you told me that, obviously I've been wrong this whole time. That movie's actually a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a move. I just want a movie based on what Jimmy Buffett was doing that whole time beforehand. That's what I want to see. Like, could you imagine like him like flying in a private plane? I don't want to go to Jurassic World, but you got to open your Margaritaville restaurant, Jimmy. Urgh, it's going to be crappy. I hate dinosaurs. It's <laughs> like his like struggle. I just imagine his trailer is actually like a secret portal to a beach. So mm. they go and they knock on the door. Uh, Jimmy, you're going to be on in 15 minutes. Ah, you know, hey, hey, come in here real quick. Just open up the door. It's a beautiful paradise. He's sitting in a chair with his feet in the water, tied, slowly Ooh. coming in. Cheeseburger in hand. Cheeseburger in hand. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I just imagine that guy has it all figured out. Yep. Oh, totally. The guy's a genius. Yeah. 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 D- did I ever tell you about, there was a, he had a show here in Orlando at the Amway Center and just how all the dads who were going to see it whipped out their old Hawaiian t-shirts and the par- cargo shorts. They're called parrot heads, John. And they take offense to that. Wait, is that legit? Yeah, that's the name of them, parrot heads. No kidding. Man. Adam, wow. a- other Adam, also friend of the show, G4D, a.k.a. Grounds. For discussion. discussion. Now we're wow. getting back into it, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. Gotta, gotta work off the rust there. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Oh, need, needs a little tune-up. Yeah, <laughs> right. A little, little oil in the. <laughs> Let, let's do that one more time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do do I start or? G four D, aka grounds for discussion. discussion. There we go. Oh, that so is sweet. so much better. So sweet. So so much better. Yeah. Oh, I I had totally forgotten about that. It was already kicking off the conversation. No, it's good. We we just you know we're we're getting back in the groove of things, you know. 
but yeah, uh, Jimmy Buffett fans are called parrot heads. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of interesting. I didn't know a parrot was associated with it, but I guess that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, parrot. most of the shirts got the little, you know, red parrot or green, blue parrot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Jimmy Buffett's like one of those guys where I don't really listen to him regularly, but you know, if he's on in the background and it's a sunny day, okay, I yeah. can deal with it. If we're in the Bahamas, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or in <laughs> Orlando, fake <laughs> Bahamas. <laughs> Anywhere in Orlando. He actually has a theme park here, doesn't he? Yeah, the hotel, right? The Margarita... I don't think it's called Margaritaville Hotel, but it's... Something to that effect. Island H2O, is that it? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, right off 192. Mm. Prime location. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't seen that movie, but I, I always just think of the Florida Project now. It's a great movie, man. Yeah, that's what I've heard. There's a lot of terrible things happening down in that area right now. Yeah. A lot of poverty, a lot of... Uh, Orlando Sentinel did a great piece on it. Actually, I think it was in the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. But uh, Scott Maxwell from the Sentinel tweeted about it. Yeah. Good stuff. Oof, man. It's, good, good stuff. That's bad. Yeah. We need, we need relief. We please. need relief. And I think we can provide that not only for ourselves, but for the people who are listening right now. Well, it's something small, but we got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. After a lot had happened, <laughs> quarantine new baby oh wow yeah yeah that's right Oof. now a father of two daughters wow congratulations sir thank you well, sir. cheers to that happy cheers and healthy. to that yes mm. let's see no new kids on my end <laughs> that would have been a surprise <laughs> that would have been a surprise yes <laughs> um i'm trying to think i've been watching some tv been reading a lot Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. This is how you know you don't have kids. When you could say, oh, this is what I've been doing. I've been watching this. <laughs> um, <laughs> me, me, on the other hand, it's like, well, I, I don't ever get any sleep. <laughs> I can't complain too much. My wife has it much worse than me, to be fair. Yeah. So I have to throw that out there. Just on the off chance that she's listening to us. Hi. <laughs> She's not going to listen to us. Aw. <laughs> I, lo- I love my wife, but <laughs> she she's not going to have time for us. Aw. There's always time for G4D, a.k.a. Grounds. For discussion. discussion. There we wow, go. Wow, way to work it in there again, it's buddy. better. Name recognition. Just yes. plug it. Yes, plug it. Mm. Plug it. And, you know, I think today we're going to be pretty casual for yeah, just, today's episode. Just getting back into it. There's... There's a lot, a lot of music that's come out since our last upload. What was that? A year ago. Um, sure, felt like it. It's I, don't, been a I don't think it was a year, but it was like at least March, April, Mayish, probably. Did we even record in 2020? You know what? We might not even record it in 2020. Ugh, I'm not really sure. Yeah, but I mean, of, of course, if. There's no way we could look up this information right now. No, not at all. Not <laughs> even if we went to g4dpodcast.com, which is a domain I think that still works. <laughs> Let's see here. I believe it does. I paid the bill the other week. Let's see here. <laughs> oh, yeah. G4D, grounds for discussion. There we are. That's a great picture of us at, what was that, Craft and Common? Yeah, Craft and Common. Great place downtown. I would like to go there again. Yeah, we definitely yeah, should. Cold brew shandy. Oof. Oof. Cold brew and lemonade. Delicious stuff. Yum. Also with a like a rosemary stick right in there. Or Ooh. branch. 
olive, twig, olive something. branch. Yeah, something. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's rosemary that's in there. You get the point. Yeah. I haven't been to a lot of coffee shops just because of quarantine and stuff. But we will have to give a shout out to our friends at Create Coffee. Yes. Excellent. Awesome place. Lots of fun. Great coffee. Shout out to Raphael. Thank you for your coffee knowledge and your recommendations. Really enjoyed it there. The coffee that I think you and I got two different kinds of coffee there. Yeah. Um, there was a Colombian and um, kind of like a like a darker roast, yeah. if I remember correctly. That sounds right. Both were delicious. Very good. Absolutely delicious. Great place. I would really wish I can get there more often. But, you know, dad life. Dad life. <laughs> also, shout out to Karen at Rosso Roasters. Um, we met through Instagram briefly and uh, Karen has a roastery and she's starting to start up her own shop but her coffee is amazing amazing please go buy and support it it's absolutely delicious we're drinking it right now yes we are this is a Ethiopian coffee and it is extremely tasty extremely tasty mm. I don't know what I taste mm. there but it's like it is whiny yeah it's very flavorful yeah like it's got kind of a, well, you said wine, so I'm, I'm tasting a little bit of a fruity note in there. Yeah. Are you as well? Okay. Yeah, a little fruit. She said it was going to be kind of more like a like on the fruitier side because she it's a natural process instead of washed. So like oh. natural, it like dries like naturally like in the sun as opposed to wash. Mm. You wash the coffee. Man, you, you, you're dropping a lot of knowledge today. I'm trying, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, this is this is fantastic coffee. I'm really, really enjoying this. Good. So I'm trying to take my time with it because I just want to gulp it all down. I know, me too. Reason. I'm just like ready. Like, just give me the energy. It just goes down so easy. <laughs> it really, really does. So speaking of things that go down easy, we got some great topics, I think, to talk about today. So, we sure do. Since it's been a little while, we want to kind of talk about some artists slash albums that are coming up pretty soon that we're excited about and then we wanted to do just a quick quick little just quick little review for fleet fleet fox's newest album sure 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 i almost said sure that's why i had to pause there <laughs> sure because i want sure sure surely this album is my favorite <laughs> I don't know if that was a good Sean Connery impression or not. It was pretty good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a Sean Connery subreddit where all it is is Sean Connery memes. Oh, my God. I must, I, I guess that must be very annoying at some points. <laughs> it's it's a lot of very cheesy jokes, but like one of those like dad-level jokes yeah. type of memes. Um, like, I hit my head against my bookshelf. I have nobody to blame but my shelf. Oh, get, gotcha. it? Yeah, get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I could do a better Sean Connery accent. I just need to do like an actual line from from a movie. You ever see the Avengers? Not 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 that Avengers. <laughs> Every American has seen the <laughs> Avengers, John. <laughs> it's um, John Steed and Emma Peel. So no, I've not. Okay, so real quick before we dive into the real meat of the the show, um, they came out with a you know adaptation of it in the 90s with Ralph Fiennes and Rafe Fiennes I should say and Uma Thurman and the two leads terrible movie it's really not good sounds vaguely familiar yeah it's just it's it's bizarre and you could tell a lot got cut and just 
most of it just doesn't make any sense or it's just really quirky for the sake of it. Mm. And in it, Sean Connery is the bad guy, a bad guy who can control the weather. Mm. Yes. I make so, a snow. <laughs> so at one point, you know, he's doing his whole bad guy uh, speech and, you know, he kind of just shows off what the weapon could do and he says something to the effect, this is nearly the beginning. There we go. There's my Sean Connery. There accent. it is. There, there we is. go. That's that's the line that I was looking for. So it's 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 one of those kind of movies where it's so bad, but you could watch it and enjoy it for how bad it is. I think it falls into the, that kind of category. I love those kind of movies. Oh yeah, I I I, I do too. I do too. Although I. <laughs> I definitely feel like I could watch The Room more often. <laughs> you know, I haven't watched it any of this quarantine. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I did watch, though, Twin Peaks. Ah, good man. Yeah. I rewatched the first two seasons, and thanks to you, Fire Walk With Me and the third season. Oh, Fire Walk wow. With Me is so intense. That was, yeah, that was very uncomfortable at some points. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very well done. Oh, yeah. Um, and Cheryl Lee, I think is her name. Yeah. Laura Palmer. Mm-hmm. She's fan- she's phenomenal in it. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, the, the new series is just it, unlike anything you've ever seen. Yeah. I watched it a little too fast cause I was just curious what was going to happen, but oh my God, it was, it was a ride. Oh yeah. It was absolutely a ride. I, I'm thinking of actually about going back and doing a rewatch. Yeah. The just, music too is really, oh, yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love that music nine so inch much. Na- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Vedder. I just want like... Okay, okay, Eddie, your song's going to be about the recreation of Twin Peaks. Just go. (laughs) Okay, uh, mystery. (laughs) Who else is in there? Um, Let's see. Uh, Well, they had to have James singing the infamous... (laughs) Just you. <laughs> James has always been cool. <laughs> I know. I love that part. <laughs> uh, I, I I love the whole bit um, in, in 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 the return where it's it's the infamous episode, episode eight, the one that everybody talks about, where it's just the like the crazy looking bums just going around, people saying "God alert, God alert." God alert. So great. This is the water, and this is the well. <laughs> you do it pretty good. Thanks. I've been watching a lot of David Lynch videos. Oh, I love David Lynch so much. Yeah, he's, he does his weather report daily oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> so one day, David Lynch brought out a bucket. He's like, this bucket, what does it symbolize? And I was like black at the bottom, and everyone's like, what's the bucket? What's the bucket? We're not going to ever find out. And sure enough, one day, he put 10 ping pong balls in there and started, the what's the number of the day? And every day, he picks a random number out of the jar and tells you what it is. <laughs> it's great every time. And there's this one guy, his name is Wes, and he always comments every day, 
man, I hope he picks a seven. And David Lynch never picks a seven. And everyone trolls Wes, and it's great. I think he purposely doesn't put a seven in there. The first day he did it, he like drew an eight. And then the next day he drew an eight. And you could see him laughing because he's like, oh, crap. They're going to all think it means something. I pulled the same number. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I, I know so many people would love to have more Twin Peaks. I don't think it's happening. No, nope, I'm I'm content with what we got. Yeah, I mean... It, most of the character characters that are, you know, super important are unfortunately not with us anymore. Yeah, the, the, there's that, and there's also just the simple fact that, like... What else can there be? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't... And, and then I also feel like, too, that, like, if he does come up with a fourth season and let's say it's not as good as the third one, everybody's going to be complaining that, oh, the fourth season isn't as good as the return. I, I don't want to have to deal with that kind of discourse. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of kind of done with that. I'm just you know? accepting what we got and saying, this is great. I'm glad we even got it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, Twin Peaks... The third season or the return is just radically different from any of the other seasons of Twin Peaks and even the movie, too, as well. But that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an art piece that stands on its own. Exactly. 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 And I feel like that's a good segue to talk about some new things that are coming up right here. So that theme that you just mentioned, like things like, you know, you shouldn't be comparing to previous versions, things that you have liked previously from Renars, who shouldn't do that with new stuff. So I feel like let's talk about an album that we're really looking forward to that's coming out later this year. It's the newest album from The Avalanches. Yeah. The Avalanches are returning again, So really, after a very short time period. When did uh, Wildflower come out? Like 2017? Uh, 2016. 2016, okay. So which was on their first album since their first one. 16 years ago so 16 year gap and now we only have a four year gap which is nice that's it's, good yeah that's great yeah, which makes me uh question how fast they wrote their stuff because uh, <laughs> as we all know the avalanches use countless samples to create their music their first album being very notorious for not almost being released just because of all the samples they couldn't get cleared and multiple versions of the album exist with the you know, approved samples and the unapproved samples, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. So, and then Wildflower definitely took a little change, mm-hmm. kind of more diving into the pop side mm-hmm. than kind of the experimental DJ. You know, every song flows into one another kind of thing. A lot more features, too. A lot more features, too. Was MF Everyone Doom on from, there? MF Doom was on That's there. Right. Danny Brown was on there. Yeah. Actually, Danny Brown, I think, was on two songs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but... To, to, to your point, it was definitely different yeah. from their first album. And then over the summer, I believe, they put out a couple singles, one with uh, Rivers mm-hmm. Cuomo from Weezer. Uh, red Lights. Red Running Lights. Red, yeah. Running Red Lights. That's and what it's called. And it's kind of like a, like a poppy-ish, synthy kind of song. It sounds like a song you would hear while you're shopping at J. Crew. Yeah. This album has a lot of... The singles that have released so far, there's a lot of pop elements to them. Yeah. A lot less relying on samples and more yeah. kind of like DJ party-ish kind of music. Yeah. It feels very Hollywood, which makes sense because it's recorded there. Yeah. Um, and it also just really feels like, to your point, that the samples really aren't as prevalent now. Yeah. I so, think they were kind of leaning towards this 
anyway, because yeah. I'm sure they want to do the samples and stuff, but, you know, getting it cleared and approvals and licensing, I'm sure it costs a lot of money and also not a enough time. A lot of legal fees, too, I'm sure, as well. Yep. Yeah, so kind of just to piggyback off that point, you know, the, the six songs that they put out, it's not that I necessarily dislike them. It just doesn't feel like the Avalanches. Yeah. Um, it's like an entirely new band. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, and, and to your point, I think you hit it right on the head. It almost seems like more like club tracks already in these six tracks alone. And there's going to be 25 tracks total on this album. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining it's, you know, going to be what a, a, it has to be like a triple LP. I would imagine when it comes out, but anyway, it's, it, it sounds like, all right, we're expanding on what we were doing with Wildflower, really playing up the guests, the featured artists on there more, and really moving away from the samples and moving away from the more unique, like, almost quirky elements. Yeah. For the first time, I don't know if that's the right word to use. But... It's like their attempt at, like, making, like, indie dance music. Yes. Kind of. Yes. Very dreamy yes very this could be on another club like it takes you on kind of like a journey of the night if yeah. you will do we say what the name of the album is called i don't think we did it's called we will always love you it's hmm. going to be the name of the album okay yeah and to your point it's very dreamy very space influenced so i mean based on what they've put out it seems like they have a theme that's riding through all them but i'm just i'm a little nervous comes out later this year in december and the singles that they put out over the summer, it's like, all right, this isn't... It's like one of those, you need to hear how it fits in the context of the album. Exactly. Because usually with the Avalanches, you know, obviously Since I Left You has the progression, you know, every song kind of flows into the next one seamlessly. Wildflower had a little bit of that, not too, yeah. too much, but like, I think we need to hear in full context, you know. I agree. What they're going for and what their vision is. My hope is, is that there's a good amount of tracks on this album that aren't so featured artist heavy and actually let the songs breathe. Yeah. Cause that's my only, that's my only qualm with what I'm hearing right now is that like, okay, you know, these beats are still good enough and still danceable enough, but I really don't get a feel for like what's special about them. Yeah. I Ooh. just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the avalanches and you know, the, the theme I think of this episode is like being able to let go of, you know, your previous nostalgia and your previous, you know, great memories that you associate with the other albums and really learn to embrace this new one. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. And to your point, I hope once I hear it in context with the rest of the album, it all makes sense and it all gels together. But right now at this point, I'm nervous. Got to be honest. Yep. Well, see what happens. That comes out in November, December, I think. Yeah. yeah. December. December. Mm -hmm. okay. So we'll see. How about you? Do you have another album that you're looking forward to? Actually, well, speaking of features, uh, have you been listening to any of the Gorillaz songs that they've been putting That's out? That's right. They have a new album coming out soon, yeah, too. Yeah, so they've been putting out just sporadic singles throughout the summer seems to be kind of the trend with a lot of artists now yeah they just did a song with um robert smith from the cure which is mm -hmm. really really good but um i really like no kidding yeah they did a song with peter hook from joy division and new order it's called mm -hmm. aries it's very very good 
Interesting. Yeah, picture Joy Division and Gorillas. I can actually. Yeah, it's a very I, fun song. It's got I can. Does Damon uh, Auburn? Sing yeah, in it? he okay. sings on it, and okay. there's the bass line. It's like. It's very like dancing. Lost control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's so accurate um yeah but they're putting out a compilation of all those songs and that's coming out in like a month or two so okay. i'm excited for that one for sure okay yeah i i feel like maybe that's something we could do a review of I would definitely like to talk with you about that because I think, especially the the latter Gorillaz albums, I haven't been into them as much. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed by their late last album. Was it the Now Now? Yeah, yeah. Humans was pretty good. Humans kind of grew on me. That's what I heard. Definitely I heard that not was a their grower. best, but it's definitely a grower. Yeah, I mean, and again, not expecting Feel Good Inc. again. Yeah, but. Do you think that with the gorillas, it's just a matter of the strengths, the strengths and weaknesses of their albums and or songs really lie on the guest artists of who they bring in? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because because I I think, th- I think these new songs though are more return to form. Okay. And they're definitely a, a lot better I think than the ones that were on now now. Okay. And I don't know who the um, producers of those. Um, later albums are, but I know for the first two albums, it was Dan the Automator and then it was Danger Mouse, and I feel like they were the secret weapons to making those albums. You know, I I don't, I don't know if I want to use the term classic, but you you, you know, so so well liked yeah. by Gorillaz fans. Let me just say that. Oh yeah, they knew their the strengths of the band and stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find because I know that like. You know, Dan the Automator and Danger Mouse, they've they've done enough work, and I feel like they've just they've yeah. got that je ne sais quoi <laughs> <laughs> that's that's brought to those earlier albums that I really wasn't feeling with humans personally. Yeah. So so far they've worked with Slow Tie and Slaves. Okay. Uh, let's see here. This one has Fadumata Diawara. Not sure. Does it doesn't does ring a bell? Nope. Uh, Peter Hook in Georgia. Okay. So those are the guests. What about the producer? Um, because Spotify if it's not the same not producer throughout the whole album, I feel like you'd lose some kind of consistency there. Yeah. Let's see here. Hold on. These are all the the singles. But but either way, I'm you know it's I'm I'm always interested. I always like artists when they do weird stuff. I'm all about the weird. Give me weird stuff. Don't give me anything that plays it safe. Yeah. I think I think that's always been the appeal of the gorillas. Just like this. You can kind of do whatever you want, and yeah. it leads itself to you know different it's sounds and styles and it's art just forms. Such an odd and unique project. That, I mean, I'm sure there's been plenty of people who have like tried to copy or emulate it since, but I've always kind of felt like they just exist in their own category. Yeah. So much like the avalanches. Yeah. Exactly. And much like the next artist who I'm really looking forward to, his next album, and that's One Tricks Point Never, with an album that's dropping later in October, Magic One Tricks Point Never. <laughs> mm, magic One Tricks Point 
Never. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got the basic concept right there. <laughs> so it's basically a play on Magic 106.7 from Boston. But I feel like there's a Magic something. <laughs> magic 107.7 down here. Yeah, exactly. And 106.7 is actually the uh, like the pop station. Yeah. Like the cool hits, man. Yeah. Which is like the same, like, I don't know, Ed Sheeran song 20 times. I don't know. I just got to chill down my spine. <laughs> you haven't heard that name in a while, huh? I know, I know right? <laughs> it's me. Ed Sheeran is like the Newman to my Seinfeld. <laughs> Hello. Ed Sheeran. Hello, Sheeran. <laughs> oh, Hello, man. John. I put out a new single with Miley Cyrus. You ready for it? <laughs> oh, no. Not you. <laughs> I was trying to think of someone. Oh man, my singles never stop. <laughs> oh, that's a great episode. The mail never stops. <laughs> um, but y- you have released my trap single, featuring DJ Khaled. No, <laughs> just think of that scene of uh, Jerry Seinfeld yelling. <laughs> you know we are back when we start talking Seinfeld on the podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's one of tricks point never's, um, newest album is the basic concept behind it is, is that it's, it's as if you're following the radio station from like late at night to the early morning, just like that kind of transition period through, uh, night into day. Hmm. And so far he's put out three songs off, off of it. And it's basically called the magic suite. And if I, I might have that wrong, but it's something sweet, but anyway, the whole point being is that it you get that sense that it's very tied into that concept, and I think it's an interesting concept, and I and I love that he does stuff like that. Every album that he puts out always has a really unique vision. I liked his previous one; it wasn't my favorite. He started on his previous album, star he started um, singing on it, and while I don't think he's a bad singer by any stretch of the imagination, he's just such a strong experimental artist from a instrumental perspective when did this album come out um ooh, that's a good question um, this this one was before before the, uncut gems yeah before uncut okay gems. got it so this is like really his first album after that got it got it um although he did uncut gems under his real name uh but yeah his previous album basically kind of turned into like some kind of experimental stage show like that was being played in like i don't know opera houses and like places in the world it was just very very like an odd thing but totally him anyway this this album was called age of i i didn't i didn't really i really didn't click with it as much because there was a lot more singing okay on it so kind of like that taiko album yes yeah just like stick to what you know almost It, it it doesn't really work yeah i I don't know. And and this is what I kind of want to talk to you about. Like, listen to a lot of artists that start out as instrumental artists, but then at some point they start singing. And I mm. always, for the most part, I typically prefer when they were just instrumental. And I'm not always a big fan of I'm crossing over I'm trying to think of like a, like a good example of that. Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus oh, had yep, several true. albums prior um, before he started having features. Now, I mean... This is nothing against his newest album. I liked his new album fine, but the instrumental album I liked so much better. I felt like 
I really appreciated that album a lot more mm-hmm. because when you have a featured artist on there, they become almost the main focus. Right. Letting the music kind of shape it. Yeah. Let, letting the music just breathe on its own. So and I don't, I don't think there'll be an instrumental version of this album, but out of the two of the three tracks that he's put out, I mean, I mean, they're, they're fine. I, I enjoyed them, but I almost kind of feel like I'm much rather just listen to an instrumental version of this album because then it means you could put in more samples. It means you could, you know, throw in some more crazy electronics. Yeah. You're not trying to make it fit in with what you're singing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you can't have singing and really complicated electronics clashing together. Yeah, it depends on the, the song and yeah. what you're going for and stuff. But, you know, to make the music he normally does, I, I can't imagine what vocals would be on those songs. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And, 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 I, and I will admit, it's just a matter of preference. And, you know, I'm not trying to say like, oh, as an artist, he can't grow he can't do something different no he definitely can yeah because sometimes I, things work sometimes they don't exactly it, this is just really coming down to a matter I mean, of why did Tycho put out an instrumental version of this album exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it's so, sometimes the way you have things just just work best that way um all for artists growing but i almost just wish that the core of who you are doesn't get lost along the way. And I feel like that can happen sometimes when you have an electronic artist that decides like, Oh, I'm going to start singing now. Yeah. So now your duties are kind of like, they're kind of split, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine if calm Shrews decided he was going to sing on his next album. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll listen to it, but I don't, I don't know. Exactly. I'm glad you understand because I, I was kind of worried because I feel like kind of like a hypocrite. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> because we always talk about like, give us something new, do something different. And but we're talking more about sound than, yeah. than we are about, you know, voices and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me all the time. It's like, yeah, I just kind of prefer you to stick to doing the electronic music. Not that I'm trying to tell an artist what they need to do. It's just a matter of preference. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure maybe that's a controversial thing to say for some people, but that's just honestly how I feel. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, but still excited nonetheless. I think it'll be a, a great album. No doubt about it. I, I, th- I think his other one, you know, even though it was probably my least favorite that he put out, I still enjoyed it for what it was. I just don't return to it as much as I do the other albums. All right. So anyway, let's close out the show with a very quick review of the latest album from indie folk artist Fleet Foxes and Fleet their album Foxes. Shore. Going to go down to the shore. The shore. The, the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. That's where you're from, the shore. Yeah, that, that's what this album is about, right, Adam? It's about going to uh, Jersey Shore, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. The, the beautiful landscapes of Jersey Shore. <laughs> the serene, calming, and almost therapeutic nature like <laughs> of jersey shore yeah right uh yeah jersey shore not to get too sidetracked here i don't i don't, I don't know how someone can honestly write a, like an album like that in the same way that the fleet boxes have done this album yeah, it's like that's, it's impossible that's, i mean certain parts of jersey yes but not not oh, the yeah. shore no definitely not the shore not the shore but the, yeah this album came out of nowhere oh actually. yeah Actually, should we talk about uh, indie music's greatest uh, threat today? 
What is Taylor Swift <laughs> stealing up our indie bands, right? Yeah. So kind of preface this too, you know, Taylor Swift came out with a surprise album with, uh, what was it? What's his name from the national, uh, Matt Berenger or no, no, the drummer, the drummer. Right. Yeah. I can't oh remember his, name, his yeah. name. Yeah. So she dropped an album produced by him mm-hmm. and it was very folky and it was a good album. I liked Did it. He drums on it too. Yeah. I, oh, I liked it too. I was, I, I've actually really become a Taylor Swift fan. Like, yeah. Ni- 1989 turned it around for me. It's a good album. Yeah. I, I think it's a really solid pop album. I absolutely would agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. And I, I was definitely caught off guard by how much I enjoyed it. But you're right. That's that's kind of becoming the norm now. Yeah. These uh, big indie people are working with large pop stars. Which yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, hey, I'm dropping an album. Yeah, and Fleet Foxes did that with this album. Yep. Just dropped it out of nowhere. Yep, announced it, I think, literally the day before. Like, hey, we're dropping this album on the fall equinox. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, That's makes a sense. Very, very Fleet Foxes thing to do. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. I mean, Fleet Foxes, for those of you who aren't familiar with them, they they are pretty much just a very folky indie band you know, they can write songs about nature. <laughs> yeah. You know, being and in the wild, Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. You, you get it. It's like mountain folk music. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that vibe is here, but with definitely a more uplifting and positive outlook on things, which is why I'm glad this album came out when it did, because yeah. I feel like all of us could use that right now. Yeah, I think... Um we saw them live too. Yes, we did. Did they do most of the stuff from their from Crack Up? Crack Up, yeah. Yeah. That one had a very album. like, very thoughtful, very introspective. You know, it kind of made you like think a little bit. It's also a little bit more experimental. I use that term lightly. Yeah. Also, this one too. I think I, there was like a woman's vocals on the first song, and I was like, "Wait, what? This is Fleet Foxes!" Yeah, like, it sounded very almost like poppy for yeah. uh, Fleet Foxes' album. Mm-hmm. It. It is definitely very uplifting. It feels like it comes out the right time because this is like an album that would come out during the transition of weather. So mm-hmm. we're going from summer into fall, although in Florida, it's really a second summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the leaves are falling, but it's still 95 degrees out. Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's very much, it feels like it's so tied to the atmosphere of that time period. There's a lot of songs about weather and the change that goes on within weather. And he kind of equates that to the changes that we experience as humans Mm -hmm. too as well. But I think the thing that I've always liked about Fleet Foxes is that really their lyrics are deceptively simple. Yeah. But very poetic at the same time. Especially the luscious landscapes of the music behind them. Yes. And the harmonies. Completely agree. Love the harmonies. Love the harmonies. Love the harmonies. And it's just amazing how you can take something so small in the grand scheme of things and make it a very grand song. And that's, I think, where Flute Fox's songwriting shines. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. It starts off with him on Sunblind just talking about his literary you know, favorite um, writers, you know, just basically kind of paying tribute to them. He he goes to the album just kind of talking about growing older and, you know, changing with the seasons and changing. Not a young guy anymore. Yeah, not a young guy anymore. Not the same person, kind of growing and self, 
South Grove. Really covers that on the track, Young Man's Game, Yep, right there. And I think he kind of just basically, you know, kind of acknowledges like, you know, yeah, you're getting older and things are changing. You might not be what you once are, but that's that's okay. You don't have to be defeated by that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good note for the times we're going through, you know? Exactly. Um, and, and it also is really addressed quite a bit on Quiet Air slash uh, Geoa. I think that's that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's figuratively like, and literally a change from one weather to the next. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've never listened to Fleet Foxes before, should you dive into this album? I think you should just because it's a great album. Yeah, definitely. But if you are a Fleet Foxes fan, you're going to love it. I think no matter what. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Do you think so far, because this has been getting a lot of hype, I mean, because, you know, Pitchfork, for the first time ever, like, five albums in a row, all of them got best new music. Wow. So. What did they give this one? Oh, I, I can't remember the score. But it was, it was something over eight. Okay, I, probably like 8.5 or something. Oh, yeah. I feel like 8.5, 8.3 is like, like their average for, like, best new music. Unless you're Kanye West and you always get a 10 out of 10. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. But that's another topic for another day. Nope, I'm I'm good. We never talk about Kanye West on the show again. <laughs> I I don't care. I don't want to contribute to it. I yeah. just, guy will do what he wants to do. And that's why we have a podcast together. That's right. Shore got an eight point three. Hey, didn't I say that? I said eight point three. Yeah. <laughs> Their first album got a nine. Yeah. Obviously, Helplessness Blues got eight point eight. See, crack up got eight point seven. Mm-hmm. Wow, crazy. Yeah, so I mean, I think it lives up to the hype, which doesn't always happen with these kind of things. Is it? Is it a revolutionary album from them? Are they really changing up the game? No, no, but, not really. I would say they. I would say they even played it pretty safe. I would for say the that most too. part in this album, but not necessarily. It's a bad thing that they played it safe. No, it's not. I mean, they have, they have their little corner of indie music down packed yeah like and they, they know what they are so they know well. what their sound is and you know yeah yeah they it there's no need to change it they're just very consistent and you know tying back into the other artists that we talked about Blah. they remain true to themselves since the very beginning yeah um i'll get into my final thoughts here like i said this is a quick album uh quick review for an album and i just really enjoyed this i think this is one of my favorite albums that i've heard this year it timing is everything sometimes when an album drops and the timing for this couldn't be more perfect i feel like there are a lot of people out there especially the people on twitter who could use an album like this because it's just so calming and serene at points it's very personal i feel like robin peckenhold that's his name right that sounds right the lead singer and the front man of the band this definitely this album really resonates with him and is and then, like I said it's just very personal but that's that's fine because again what's the other thing we always say an album should be it should be genuine and I think that's why this just works so well it's it provides a nice escape to greener pastures yes and that's exactly <clears throat> what I needed right now so for me 
I know it's been a little while since we talked about our rating. Yeah. So. Should we redo the ratings? I think we should. Should we do numbers, maybe? I think maybe we should. Oh, should we we'll, just jump on the number train here? <laughs> I think yes, but we'll have to put our own spin on it. Yeah. So for right now, we'll stick with the typical rating system. We'll give it our highest rating. For me, anyway. Yeah. It's a gotta have it. Yeah, I, I agree, too. It's a very calming album for this time, and it's nice to, you know... I'm definitely not the same person I was when this all first started, and I've learned things about myself and grown, so it's nice to hear an album also reflect that. It does. It does. And I think in the grand scheme of things, like an album like this can be therapeutic. Yes, And definitely. it really was for me. So, yeah, I'm very appreciative of that. I'll be curious to see how this album still sits with me when things, you know, change in another year or so. But... I think it'll still be great because it's just it he's got this certain thing about him that you know has been there since the very first album that just works so well Mm -hmm. and i can't quite put my finger on it but i just i love it and it's a band that i've only grown to love more and more as i go along i feel like a lot of bands try to imitate what they do yes but only they can kind of make it work agreed like you're you know your lumineers and your What's that one song? Hey, ho, I belong with you. You, you belong, belong with me, you sweet. <laughs> you know those kinds of little bands. I, American I, authors, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the Lumineers. Um, there are actually some other songs on that album that I actually like. But you're right, though. Yeah. This is definitely a sound that a lot of other people have tried to emulate. Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons, Mumford I think, is the Sons. biggest offender of that mm-hmm. <laughs> good good stuff yeah no I, I i really loved it i don't know if did i ever tell you about the time where we i had a vacation up in georgia in the blue ridge mountains and i was listening to that song we've done the same yeah <laughs> okay good yeah glad to know i'm not the only one my wife was just giving me like a look like this is cool. Who cares? Yeah. She's like, well, just the name of the song. <laughs> what does it matter? But we're driving in the Blue Ridge Mountains. In Don't the Blue Ridge Mountains. It? <laughs> it's meta. <laughs> of course, I can't tell anybody about it to appreciate it with me because I have no internet reception. Aww. But, That's the know. way it should be. Yeah, yeah. Just the way Fleet Foxes it, wanted it. Exactly. Exactly. Robin Pangenhold just comes right out of the bushes like, hey, man. Thanks for listening to my music. And <laughs> goes right back in the Throw, Throws a hatchet at your phone. <laughs> yeah. Just don't look at it, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't do it, bro. Just listen to the music. <laughs> I, w- I would love it if there was like a an Adult Swim style show where Robin Peck and Hold is just like someone's, I don't know, like spirit guide or some kind of like guardian angel. The show is called uh, Joe Para Talks With You, and I highly recommend it. Wait, really? He shows up on that show? No, but I'm saying oh. that that sounds like Joe Para talks with you, and you definitely should watch it. Oh, my gosh. All right. I've had several people, you included, tell me I need to see it. So yes. if there's something like that on that, I'm, I'm game. It's very, game. it's mildly relaxing. Okay, I can't perfect. describe it, just his voice and just the, the topics and the, the wholeheartedness of it. It's very nice. I always liked when indie artists would show up on Portlandia, the lead singer of Modest Mouse. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Joanna Newsom also showed up on there, too. That was a funny bit. We're trying to fit a harp into the back of like a tiny mini car, like oh my a God. Chevy Volt or something like that. 
Oh man. Well, this this was great. This I feel like fun. you know we we dusted off the cobwebs on the mics and we dusted off the cobwebs on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> How with the old and with the new. I I think you know before we go here, I think we have some really good ideas in play. We have some interviews lined up too as well yeah we're gonna have some people on at some point when things calm down a little bit and yeah john and i'll talk about music and just kind of whatever yeah you know yeah we're I having we're... fun with this we're getting back into it we gotta getting talk back into it this is our escape and i hope we could provide that same escape for everybody else amen um you know we want to definitely do more to help out support the coffee industry here in orlando would love to be able to have some musicians on here too mm-hmm. i would also really like to um you know talk about movies and stuff like that we get a lot of requests for that i think we have a fun potential series lined up that we got to talk through uh off mic Ooh, off mic and then i just want to give one final shout out here at the end of the show um i have a family member of mine who just dropped uh an ep actually cool yeah so his name is chris deangelis so it's d-e space a-n-g-e-l-i-s and he dropped a EP, not an album, an EP called Solitude. He's got four tracks on there. I think he does not only the singing, but all the instruments on there too as well. It's a very chill, electronic-infused pop album, like electro-pop, I would say, along those lines. Cool. Um, and it's on streaming platforms too as well. Um, really, 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 really great EP there. I know I'm just saying that because he's my family member, but honestly, Ed, I really enjoyed it quite a lot. Very catchy. Like, I'd say, like, I got some, like, Postal Service vibes a little bit in there, too. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Really enjoyed it. So, he, he's got a lot of potential ahead of him. He's a young guy. Very, very talented. Go out and support him. Check him out. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to leave off. I don't have much else other than that. That's all I got. Well, buddy, it has been great catching up with you. I am so excited for us to get back in the swing of things. Same here. You know, it's 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 been a long time coming, but I think it was also like just a break we needed. Yeah. You know, not that I was getting annoyed recording with you. That would that was no never no the case, no. I just but... I don't know. I just felt off. Yeah. I guess, and you know, yeah. just this the craziness of the beginning of the year, and then you know the pandemic kind of happened, and it's still happening. Please wear a mask if you go outside. Yes, um, please be safe, everybody. Please be safe. You know, I just I think I needed some time to unwind and relax my mind, and you know, figure stuff out. And yeah, but we're, I'm feeling we're, we're rejuvenated. In a good spot. Yeah, man, it feels good. I feel like I got a good hold on stuff, and you know, drinking good coffee, hanging yeah. with you. It, it's made me realize the importance and value of friendships. And I'm very fortunate to have some great friends, including you, sir. So cheers. Thank you, sir. Cheers to you. Love you, cheers. buddy. Everyone. Thank you for listening. Please be safe. Yeah. 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 And stay tuned for a lot more episodes out there. I think we got some really fun yeah. things lined up. Register to vote. Yes. Please. For the love of God, register to vote. Make sure you vote. Yep. Make sure that you take care of your mental health mental yes. health too as well delete twitter off your phone trust me <laughs> you'll feel so much better <laughs> that's gonna be very hard for me to do but i, I your point is definitely it's amazing correct i'm like look i like look at my phone for no reason it's like <laughs> what am i like i'm checking stuff like what am i checking i have nothing to check like stop <laughs> i feel like at some point my head is going to explode in a you know scanners style explosion <laughs> from all the information that i've been taking it's just too much 
See, music, a lot of music I could deal with because music's good. Yeah. But, like, getting all this information, all this negativity all at once is just, it's too much. I agree. It's really too much. I mean, I'm not one of those people that's, like, I want to tell people what they can and can't say. But, man, I just, it's exhausting. Yep. <laughs> you're, so, you're right. I'm, I got to do it. I just got to pull that trigger, go you'll, through with it. I miss the memes, but, you know, it's... It's yeah, worth oh it. Yeah. What are you going to do without memes? Dude, I don't know. I, Instagram's not cutting it, let me tell you. Oh, no, it doesn't. Nope. Especially since that feed is unreliable. Ugh. I'll, I'll see stuff on there that's like from several days ago. It's like, oh, Orlando City played this game last Saturday. <laughs> Thanks, algorithm. <laughs> yeah, right. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, buddy, this has been a lot of fun. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I. There, there are certain things that we're going to be working on that I cannot wait to discuss with you. Yeah, buddy. So I look forward to another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. All right. Bye. Bye. Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.